I'm somewhere in the middle Try to find myself again Hi and welcome to the podcast If you stumbled upon this podcast Well, first of all, thank you And second of all, you probably read the title And maybe you're in the same situation And yeah, so just stick around and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna talk about my move to cape town being off of social media for quite a while now um and just starting a podcast in general so first of all i am a final year law student at the university of cape town and I essentially decided to move to Cape Town when I got accepted into UCT because, you know, it's the best university in Africa and I got a scholarship. So I was like, might as well, might as well do it. Um, Cape Town has always been on my radar. Um, you know, living in South Africa, Cape Town is kind of like the first world city, um, you know, of this third world country and I feel like everyone who who just wants to escape the craziness of South Africa um, moves to Cape Town or the Western Cape and maybe maybe I'm a part of that uh, I don't know and we'll kind of get into this reason as to why I moved in a little while but I just wanted to give some context and some some background about me and how I actually ended up in Cape Town. And I won't say that it was me getting into UCT that was the main reason I decided to move. I think that played a very big role, but I just had this sense of I need to escape. And I think a lot of young people around my age or after like finishing matric we all go through that moment where maybe you feel like you need to get out of here you need to leave you need to escape whether that is just wanting to move out of home whether that is just wanting to move to a different town for university whether whatever it might be there comes a point in life I feel like where you just kind of want to get away Um, And I guess that was kind of my thing. I wanted to get away and obviously my first choice would have been somewhere overseas. uh, But that financially is just not possible. I was 18. No, actually I was 17. I finished school when I was 17. Um, So I was 17. I couldn't drive, couldn't drink, literally couldn't board a plane without my parents' permission. So... There was just no way that I was going to be able to move my ass all the way to a different country, even though I really wanted to. And I thought, what is the furthest place from Pretoria? Because that's where I grew up. And Cape Town came to mind. Now, I was never good at geography, so whether or not Cape Town is the furthest away from Pretoria, I do not know. But all I know is that I kind of built up this, like, what's the word? Like, I built up this fantasy in my head of Cape Town and how moving to Cape Town is 
going to solve all of my problems ever. And I was dealing with a lot at the time. I feel like going out of um, university, because I I didn't end up moving to Cape Town until I was uh, 20. Yeah, until I was 20. Um, I did my first degree in Pretoria. So from the age of like 17 to 20, I was still in Pretoria, still living with my parents. But I had this deep need to get out of there. So when I eventually finished my first degree, I was like, well, now I have the perfect opportunity to actually get the hell out. And UCT kind of presented that opportunity for me. And I kind of just took it. And going back to what I was saying about this fantasy I created, that's basically what I did. I I built up this, this dream world and I put Cape Town on this pedestal and I was like, once I move to Cape Town, I'm going to have the perfect group of friends. I'm going to love life. I'm going to live to the fullest. I'm going to be everything I've ever dreamed of being. I was going to have the perfect body. I wasn't going to struggle with anxiety or depression or anything like that. I was going to be this perfect person and I was going to get my degree and I was going to get my dream job and and life will just be perfect and I'm going to meet this really amazing man and I'm just going to live happily ever after. And for the year kind of maybe not a year maybe like the nine months leading up to my official move to Cape Town I had this fantasy that I was replaying and replaying and replaying in my head and it was all that was keeping me going at the time uh this was during covid this was 2020 so we were all locked in our houses we were all really sad kind of craving that socialization so when i you know found out like oh i'm going to uct this fantasy just bloomed and blossomed and because i was stuck in my house it was kind of as a, a form of escapism you know Um, Being able to dream about this perfect life I'm going to have once everything is over and done with. And so I kind of lived in my head for a very long time. And I was so excited to, to finally get out of the house, to move to a place that's so far away from my childhood trauma, from my horrible kind of high school experience, from this depressing degree I did. It was just going to be so much better. And when I arrived in Cape Town, for a minute there, I thought that it is everything I dreamt of. And as the days slowly but surely started to move on, I realized that no, it's not. So I moved to Cape Town in 2021, which was still during COVID. It was probably, it was the last year of COVID. All the classes were still online. 
there was no reason for me to actually be in Cape Town. I could have actually just stayed home in Pretoria. But like I said, I, I needed that escape. I needed to get out. And I slowly realized as I was moving and as I was kind of getting into everything that this dream, this fantasy world I created was unattainable. It was never going to happen. It was never realistic. And that was probably one of my biggest mistakes was putting Cape Town on this pedestal. But I think overall, the whole country puts Cape Town on this pedestal and trust me it's amazing like I have not encountered a pothole in a long while it's amazing the streets are clean good services like I don't fault them in that respect but people put Cape Town on this pedestal and when you eventually arrive in Cape Town you realize that actually it's not that perfect it's not that amazing as you were led to believe you know and there is a lot of conversations we can have about Cape Town and kind of its imperfections I mean dealing with um you know the the hard traces of apartheid that we can still see um you know of the city where you have the very rich white areas and you still have the very poor black areas and it's so prevalent and it's kind of in your face um and then people love to ignore it here in cape town and pretend like it's not a thing uh when it's a very big thing and it's staring us in the face every single day but that's a whole different topic that maybe if you guys are interested in, we can we can have a discussion about that. Uh, later on, I, I have done some research in those areas uh, during my legal studies, um, and I found it quite interesting, and I think it's a very important topic. So maybe if you would like to see that, we can dive into that. But kind of moving back to what made Cape Town not as great as I thought it was going to be is that yeah it was really hard trying to like get into the city um not into the city like driving but kind of like into the city as kind of finding your footing and finding your place in this city because first of all yes it was covid so there wasn't a lot going on people weren't really socializing there was still social distancing going on everyone was still wearing masks it was still that whole entire thing. So when I got here, I didn't have those opportunities to have like a university orientation. We didn't have a university like in-person orientation. Everything was online. So I didn't meet people in my faculty or in my year group. I was just added onto a WhatsApp group and then kind of hoped for the best. And because of my social anxiety and the fact that I, I just don't like talking on a WhatsApp group that has like over 200 people in it, I just didn't make friends with anyone within my first year. Um, yes, I had a mentor, UCT, uh, or the law faculty, I can't speak for the entire 
um, university, but we have like this mentorship program where first year students are paired up with with students um, in a later year to kind of help them manage and guide their first year at UCT. So I did have a mentor and I did meet people through that program, but yet, as I said, everything was still online. And then this is a, a mentorship program that's kind of run through UCT. So it's not like, oh, we're all going to be best friends um, because yeah you know like we're not there to make friends we're there to ask questions and whatever uh, i did have an amazing mentor and i actually did end up um becoming friends with him um like a year or two later but in the very beginning it was strictly like that mentor mentee relationship and so i was just kind of in cape town sitting in my house not really doing anything because first of all, again, it was COVID. Second of all, I was unable to meet people and people were telling me like, oh, go hike, go run, like go, go do all these things because that's what people in Cape Town do. But when you have severe social anxiety, when you struggle to just take out your black bin, it's it's hard it's hard to move to a whole new city and then try and make friends all on your own when it's covid and no one is out there trying to make friends no one is even trying to interact with people because no one wants to get the virus and it's just this whole thing and then you're 20 years old you're never going to be in a situation again like high school where you're kind of, you know, making friends is such an organic experience because there's so much interaction going on. Like, I can go to class now and not talk to a single person and leave class. There is nothing forcing me to be there there is nothing forcing me to interact with people so there is just no one forcing me to make friends or putting me in a situation where you can potentially make friends you have to generate those experiences for yourself you need to join societies you need to to go out and run on the promenade you need to go hike in newlands forest like you have to drive all of this and in 2020 when i moved to cape town i had really really bad uh social anxiety to the point where i i didn't even want to get in my car and drive somewhere it was horrific and I couldn't even drive, let alone join societies and make friends with people. And then on top of it, everything was still online. I joined the Mood Society, of course, because I was trying to put myself out there just to find out that the Mood Society, everything is happening online. So yet again, you're not really meeting people. And then in the second half of the year, I joined this activism um program that was being run through um the global citizenship uh program at uct and again with the idea of like oh i'm gonna meet people yet again it was online and i just didn't end up meeting people so i i was trying to put myself out there as much as i could 
as I said, I was dealing with crippling anxiety at the time. And I ended up reaching out to the wellness center and I started working with this therapist and slowly but surely, I guess, I kind of like got the courage to to drive places and do things. I mainly got my groceries through Checkers 60, which to be honest, (laughs) that app for people with anxiety, it will make you not leave your house for a whole week like it is actually insane and I know people advertise it as oh it's so convenient but I was using that app so that I didn't have to leave my house so that I didn't have to encounter people and you're all gonna be like but why the hell did you move to an entire city or entire new city if you knew that you had crippling anxiety it's just I don't know I and I think that's what I kind of wanted to get into is I had this crippling anxiety in Pretoria it was something I had been dealing with since I was like 13 14 years old I can't even remember because this anxiety has just always been with me and In those months preparing to move to Cape Town, I had convinced myself through this fantasy that I built up in my head that once I move to Cape Town, that anxiety is going to go away. Once I move to Cape Town, all of my mental health issues will just go away. And I arrived in Cape Town and they didn't go away. And I think that's what made it worse. I think that was the downward spiral that ultimately led to this full-on mental breakdown I had around July, August of my first year in Cape Town. And if you're listening to this and you can relate to it, if you'd ever, you know, planned an escape, if you ever planned a move or maybe you planned a new job and it ended up happening and you kind of like built this fantasy in your head, like once I get there, everything will be fine. Once I get there, all my problems will be solved. I feel like as humans, we all do that. We all convince ourselves that a change in environment or a change in friends or a change of hair color or something will ultimately allow us to be free of all of this issues that we've been dealing with and for a second there for a second it felt like yeah everything's gone And then it was like everything came back in a tsunami wave. And it was like seven times worse than it was back in Pretoria. And what made it worse is the fact that I did not have a support system in Cape Town. 
when I moved to the city, there was no one I knew. I didn't have any friends. I knew no one. And back in Pretoria, when I was planning this move, that was exactly what I wanted. I wanted to get away from my past. I wanted to kind of erase it, to go to a place where no one knows me, no one knows my past, no one will ask questions about my past, no one's going to care. I'm just going to be this totally different person. And I then got what I wanted. I got that exact thing. I moved to a city where no one knew me, no one knew of my past. I didn't have any friends. And that's when I realized, oh shit, what have I done? What did I just do? Luckily, UCT has this wellness, student wellness um, center, which by the way, I tried to go to the other day because I hurt my foot when I went for a run. Um, like they said they were open i don't know where this place is uh i i drove up a one way to get there because my gps led me there people were giving me weird ass stairs i don't even know if the wellness center is open it has horrific review reviews on <laughs> google so if you don't go to the student wellness center because from my experience they're quite useless but do reach out to the psychologists online because they're actually really supportive they're really helpful and i do think your first appointment is free and then after that you get like eight sessions at a hundred rand a session i'm not too sure don't quote me on that but if you're a uct student listening to this i there you know I've tried it. I've I've been there. I've done that. And it did help me. It really did help me. In my first kind of months of navigating Cape Town and trying to find a way to not be overwhelmed by the amount of letdown I caused myself, I was heartbroken and I did it all to myself because of this fantasy that I built up in my head and then coming here and there and then nothing coming true it was honestly the worst experience ever And since then, I feel like I did kind of get a wake-up call. Ever since then, I have never built up something in my head as big as I did back then. But it was such a horrific wake-up call to what real life is like that I full-on for a second there was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want any of this anymore. I want to go home. I want to crawl into bed and never wake up it was horrific and I thought that I was just going to be so sad for so long and I was so desperate to make friends I was 
willing myself every single day to say something on the whatsapp group with the hope that someone would reach out i i was praying every single day that there would just be someone that would want to be friends with me someone that would reach out someone that i i i just needed someone and i couldn't find anyone because covid had completely isolated us and the other thing is it felt like no one around me was looking for friends i was the only lonely person on this planet i was the only person in this city who was lonely and friendless and sad and i think for a very long time i felt like that and to this day i still sometimes feel like that i still don't really have friends in cape town i had an experience um with someone last year who i guess you could call a friend who just turned into this very toxic situation and i quickly realized that this was not what i wanted or what i envisioned um a friendship to be like and so i got out of that situation um which will also be a topic of the podcast maybe in the next episode or so is talking about friendships and relationships and toxicity that we don't always see and how long it has taken me to build up those boundaries to see those red flags the moment they pop up and to have that very honest conversation with yourself to be like i would rather be lonely i would rather not have any friends than have people treat me like crap that have people take advantage of me and that is a very hard thing to kind of get your head around it's really hard because us as humans i don't think we were built to be alone you know like we we're, we're not meant to be alone that just isn't in on human nature and so getting your head around the fact of like i'd rather be alone than have people treat me like crap is hard because we don't want to be alone Um so that's another topic uh, I might explore in later podcasts uh you guys can let me know if that's something you want. But as I was saying it's just hard because to this day I still feel like I am the only person on this planet who is alone. I still feel like I am the only person in Cape Town who doesn't have any friends. I still feel like I'm never going to make friends. I'm never going to fit into this city. and i just don't think that's true and i think that's why i created the, this podcast because if i had this podcast when i first moved to cape town i feel like i wouldn't have had the big meltdown i had in june july august of 2021 and i feel like i would have just felt a lot better i would have felt reassured that i was not alone in this that i'm not 
the only lonely person (laughs) in Cape Town. And I recently, I think, heard this morning, uh, maybe it was on TikTok, I'm not too sure, but after COVID, through social studies and things, researchers have realized that there is a spike in loneliness. There is a spike in people feeling isolated, people feeling alone, and people feeling like there is just no one. They don't have anyone. And I felt like that for a very long time, and I still have those feelings sometimes. But I do feel like I've reached a point where, yes, I'm still alone. Yes, I don't have that group of friends I fantasized about, but I've been able to manage it. I've been able to be happy. I've been able to have really, really good days without the need of a group of friends, without the need of having to post on Instagram, oh, look at look at this huge group of friends I have. Um, and that's kind of where I want to tie in with the social media and why I ended up deleting social media. I think a lot of the expectations I had around Cape Town stemmed from what I was seeing on social media. People posted on social media how happy they were, how amazing this friend group was that they had, all of these adventures they were going on in Cape Town, all of these things that they were doing and how just a wonderful city this is and you can never run out of things to do and there's just so many wonderful people and you're just hanging out at parties every single weekend and there's festivals and it's just amazing. And this was all I was seeing on Instagram. It was literally all over my, um, I think it's called like your search page, whatever it's called. Um, I want to say your For You page, but that's TikTok. Uh, so I'm, my Instagram lingo has gone out the door. Uh, but yes, and when I got to Cape Town, I obviously posted on my Instagram stories of like, oh, like I'm in Cape Town, life is so amazing. And I felt the need to now post the same things as those things that I was seeing on Instagram about people in Cape Town. I felt the need to post me being at festivals, me being with a huge group of friends, me going on hikes, me going to wine farms or having these very expensive aesthetic breakfasts. Like, it was crazy. And I drove myself absolutely insane because I constantly had this pressure of showing people, hey, look, I'm finally living the dream because I moved to Cape Town. Because people told me, and by people I mean one guy, told me that I was making a mistake by moving to Cape Town. And we'll get into that because that is a juicy-ass story, which we will get into later on so stick around to that because when i tell you what this man put me through in the span of six weeks i will never be able to forget but anyways he told me that going to cape town is a mistake 
and it haunted me for a very long time and I was I was so desperate to prove him wrong and to be like look at me look at how perfect my life is now that I moved to Cape Town and the worst part was as I was posting these things where I I was going out to wine farms with people and stuff like that but it wasn't it wasn't people I was friends with it was some random person I met and we we both studied the same thing and we both want to go to this wine farm so we might as well go together or through my mentorship program a lot of things that I posted was me going and doing things with my mentor which was kind of um you know obligatory I had to do it so it wasn't like I had this huge group of friends, but I was I was pretending that that was exactly what it was. And people were commenting like, oh my goodness, you're living your best life. And I was getting these like Instagram DMs like, oh, I'm so jealous and you're living your best life and so happy for you. And every time I got them, I felt like utter crap. I felt like shit. I was like, this isn't me. This isn't the life I'm living. I am struggling right now. I'm lonely. I want to go home. I don't want to be here. Cape Town is horrible. I This is nothing like I imagined it to be. Yet, I was constantly keeping up this idea of living this perfect Cape Town life. And I think a part of that was because I didn't want to admit that maybe I put Cape Town on a pedestal. Maybe I should have sought professional help for my anxiety a very long time ago. Maybe I should have done more research into this and maybe I just should have been a bit more realistic about this and it was like I said a really hard wake-up call it was like reality slapped me in the face and it hurt it hurt so badly and when I looked around the person who decided to move to Cape Town the person who was pushing me to move to Cape Town that was me the only person I had to blame in all of this was me I was the one with social anxiety I was the one that decided to move a thousand six hundred kilometers away from my support system because I so desperately wanted to get away from my past. I was the one who was too afraid to leave my house, too afraid to drive, too afraid to talk on a WhatsApp group, too afraid to join different societies and, and put my camera on and actually talk to people. It was all my fault. I was the one that got me into this situation and instead of being kind to myself, instead of talking my way through it, instead of being gentle and loving and caring like I am with everyone else in my life, I became this 
horrific bully to myself and I just tore myself apart and I was like you're you are the sole reason for your unhappiness you ruined Cape Town for yourself and if you feel like that if you can relate to that in any way shape or form I want to tell you that first of all that's not true second of all be kind to yourself we all make mistakes humans make mistakes you are allowed to make mistakes after my horrible breakdown I did something that was one of the hardest things I ever did I picked up the phone I called my parents and I said I think I made a mistake and that was the hardest thing I had ever done because I was this perfect person with perfect grades with a perfect family I portrayed to the world that I was this perfect person and for the first time in my life I had to realize that I'm not perfect I'm human and I make mistakes and I had to pick up the phone and I had to be like mom dad I made a mistake by moving to Cape Town I want to come home and they did not question it and I can never explain to you how grateful I am for the support system I had and I recognize that that is a privilege because not everyone can do that not everyone can pick up the phone and call someone and be like I made a mistake sometimes there is no one else on the other line on top of you having made that mistake there is no one you can reach out to and I 110% understand that as well and I recognize my privilege and having that and having been able to pick up the phone and be like hey I made a mistake and my parents flew me out like I think the same night that I made that phone call I made that phone call in the morning they flew me out that night I landed back in Pretoria and they took so good care of me I could never thank them enough and I spent the rest of 2021 at home just kind of doing my online university still not really talking to anyone still being dead afraid to say something on the whatsapp group because i don't want to make a fool of myself and people were having fights on that whatsapp group and i was reading it like the morning newspaper um but besides that you know i i didn't say anything on that group and i just kind of went on and i was back in pretoria the place i was trying to escape so badly and when December rolled around and I finished my first year at UCT I was confronted with the fact that next year we are going to be in person and next year I was gonna have to do this all over again 
But this time around, I had learnt so, so much. And last year was probably one of the best years I had in a long time. There was a lot of laughs. There was a lot of lessons learnt. There was a lot of experiences. But yet, I'm sitting here today in full honesty and transparency. And I'm telling you that I have been living in Cape Town for almost two years now. And I still don't have a best friend. I still don't have that group of friends I fantasized about. I still feel lonely and isolated and like I have no one that I could just call up and be like hey do you want to do you want to go to the beach or do you want to go have a picnic I I still don't have that but I am I'm I'm happy you know even though I have those bad days where you feel lonely where you feel like oh I kind of want to go to the beach with someone yeah But on top of that, I'm still happy. I'm still laughing. I have met some people at uni. I get stopped in the hallways when I move from class to class and people greet me. And, you know, it's not like I don't know anyone anymore. Like there are there are people that know me and that I have conversations with. They're not friends. They're more of like acquaintances. I still don't talk on that WhatsApp group no ways uh, that WhatsApp group scares the living daylights out, daylights out of me. Um, but as you can tell by my smile, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot better. And it took a lot of hard work. It took a lot of hard conversations with myself. It took a man, or rather a boy, breaking my heart into smithereens it took a crazy friend and it took a whole lot of self courage that's even a word to to get to where I am today and it also took me deleting social media and I'm not saying I'm never going to get back onto social media. I still have TikTok, by the way. Um, But TikTok is not as toxic as um, I think Instagram was for me. Um, Yeah, so... If you're in that same boat, if you're kind of feeling the same or if you went through the same experience, I feel like this podcast is for you and I encourage you to stick around maybe subscribe like um maybe leave a comment if you're going through similar things and maybe we can just build a community where we're able to say hey I'm not doing as okay as I thought I was and I'm living in this beautiful city and I'm still so lonely 
I feel so isolated. And maybe you feel like there isn't light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe you feel like there isn't hope. But I'm here to tell you that I went through all of that. I experienced all of that. And I can tell you that there is light. There is hope. And I'm still in that tunnel. I am still walking towards that light. I'm not out of it. I'm not out of the woods. You know, we're, we're trudging through this, right? But we can do it together. So yeah, this is the first episode. Uh, I just kind of felt like setting the scene for this uh, podcast. And the reason why I started this podcast was because of this isolation and loneliness I was feeling in um, in Cape Town. And so, yeah, that's kind of like where all of this is coming from and where this podcast kind of sprouted from. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with like a metaphor, but it's 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 not going anywhere. So we'll, we'll leave that. I'll work on it. I promise. Next episode, I'll I'll have something better. But yeah, I plan on maybe doing one or two episodes a week. And yeah, hopefully this reaches the right audience. Hopefully you maybe feel like you can relate. And if you can relate, first of all, you're going to be fine. Be kind to yourself. That's my first thing. And join this community and let's talk about things. This podcast is one I've been dreaming of doing for a very long time. I have high hopes i think it's gonna be amazing and we're gonna talk about all things we're gonna talk about like getting out of the house in your 20s making friends in your 20s moving to a whole new city in your 20s we're gonna talk about relationships we're gonna talk about friendships we're just gonna talk about funny things uh i am a law student so every now and again i might be throwing in some legal things maybe some court cases or things i find interesting i will also be talking about social issues something very exciting i'm doing this upcoming week is i'll actually be facilitating a course on gbv at uct with a group of wonderful people and it's just going to be amazing and i hope to bring those important topics to the podcast as well. I promise to put trigger warnings on all of the episodes that will be dealing with stuff like that. But yeah, I encourage you to join this community. And if you have come this far, I want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait for the future and the future of the this podcast. You can follow me here on YouTube. I don't know if it's going to be up on iTunes or Spotify. I'm going to try and figure that out. If it is there, I will leave a link to it in the comments. But I will also be posting on TikTok. So you can just follow the user at legally I'm okay um, pod. And I'll just be posting clips of this podcast and things like that so yeah thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a lovely week please remember to be kind to yourself and also if you haven't left the house in a week maybe just go outside for a little bit 
Anyways, guys, thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.